This is the Staying Christian Podcast. I am Gavin Hobbs. I'm Eli Chamley. He's Eli Chamley. That was fast. <laughs> that we was started. Fast. Yeah. Um, I'm wearing my smart boy glasses and hopes that it will make it a better podcast. He's looking kind of smart. I'm trying. Are they blue light filter glasses? No, they aren't. They're completely oh. just completely clear pieces just, of plastic. He's looking like a nerd. Yep. So I'm hoping that it'll make the podcast better. Nerd. Whether, <laughs> whether or not it will, we shall see. We'll see. So Anyways, yeah. this podcast is complete trash. You can blame it on the fact blame that Gavin got the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, enjoy. Newsflash, forgiveness is important. Oh. Especially if you're a Christian. Yes, it is. Um, uh, why am I bringing this up? Well, because I was reading Matthew recently, and no one likes to hear somebody read something out of the Bible. But here I am, reading something out of the Bible. So you better enjoy it. <laughs> so yeah, um, I was reading this story, and I was like, okay, wow, apparently Jesus values forgiveness, as if we hadn't figured that out already. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh yeah, he died on the cross and forgave us. Right. No small thing. But here in Matthew 8... He was talking about um, a parable. He gave a parable, and it's the one about the slave who uh, was like, oh, I can't pay this. And right, the yeah, king was like, right. ah, just sell him and his family. It'll be fine. That'll pay off the debt. And he's like, no, please don't. Fellows in his face. And then the king's like, okay, I have mercy on you. Be yeah. gone. I'll forgive your debt. And then that servant goes off and says, ah, goes about, str- yeah, almost strangles and the other dude. he has like a servant, he, or a guy who owes him money. Right. And then uh, he, he, he tries to kill him over it, and he's like, oh, you got to give me my money right now. Yeah, exactly. And the king's like, um. And the king heard about, because he, the servant dude that got forgiven the debt threw that other guy, his servant, in prison, say, until you can pay off my debt, then you're in prison and servant one servant two yeah and then um the king heard about servant number one throwing servant number two into the prison and called servant number one and said shame on you you know i forgave all your debts yeah this is how you repay it what did he do to him he said uh you wicked slave i forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me should you not also have mercy on your fellow slave in the same way that i had mercy on you and then the next two verses say and his lord moved with anger, handed him over to the torturers until he should repay all that was owed him. Wow. So that was pretty intense that he got handed over to not just anyone, but the torturers. I was like, okay, wow. The island of perpetual that- <laughs> tickling. <laughs> More like, that sounds like hell. Yeah. I mean, if if we're doing a parable here, and then it the says... The island of perpetual tickling. <laughs> then it says, uh, last verse in the chapter, it says, My heavenly father will also do the same to you if each of you does not forgive his brother from your heart. And I was like, I was reading this, and I'm in my car eating my lunch at my you job. and I'm it just all like, over the dashboard. <laughs> I'm like, I will be handed over to the torturers, and right. if I don't forgive anybody, like, that puts some fear in my heart, yeah. honestly. You know? It should. And then I'm like, and then I have that verse plays in the back of my head. It's like, fear is not from God. Like, you hear your parents say, going to bed, and you're like, like the, but the monsters! And they're like, fear is not from God, honey. And you're like, but then it also says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Right. And I feel like reading this verse and then hearing that fear, all of a sudden I was like, oh, that's what that verse means. Mm-hmm. It says, if I'm fearful of God, then I'm obeying him and that I'm forgiving people. Right. And that's the beginning of wisdom. It's, it's the best incentive. Right. And honestly, actually, it is actually the wisest thing to do to forgive people because scientifically, it's better for your physical body. It's better right. for your mind, everything, you know? People who don't forgive and just keep those 
anger and those issues yeah. with them carry all that. And uh, I've I've seen that in people I know too. Yeah, they just even don't in do myself. Well. They even get cancer. Like it's science. Right. So, anyways, um, just a reminder that we need to be forgiving people mm-hmm. as Christians because otherwise. We may be tortured. <laughs> this is such also, an uncomfortable subject, I feel like. Very but, bad for you, but also <laughs> very, 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 very bad for you. So this is probably a very unpopular topic to bring up. I feel like I don't hear anybody people bring that up. You know, hey, you're going to be tortured if you don't forgive people. But it says it here in Walking the Bible. Walking the street. Hey, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so I know it's unpopular, but I was reading it and I'm like, I feel like this is important. Yeah. So... I took some time, not today, but like yesterday, like morning, uh, just to like sit with God and stuff. And like, I did some praying and I did some actual personal worship by myself because wow, you're being more spiritual like than I, I did, am. <laughs> like I drove, I was listening to music and then I was singing, just singing to God after praying. And then I'm driving to work, takes about 15 minutes and I'm singing like two or three different songs. Like felt awesome. Wow. Just had okay. a had a great time and so you know i just think we should actually make time for that like and i hear people tell me all the time like we should be doing that every day we should wake up uh, i think there's a verse on it on waking and really and oh uh, yeah i think you're right. greeting like having your mind set on the lord in the morning like right. when you awake and um like i didn't really take i don't always take that to heart i'm like sometimes like yeah i'll definitely do that like i'll do that but am i doing that no and then i did it yesterday morning and i'm like this is this is fantastic like i went through the rest of the day like beaming it was great so recommendation if you're feeling down feeling anything you know make some time make the time because if you go oh i don't have the time of course you're not gonna have the time so make some time um pray be honest with god it doesn't have to be this long prayer about about all this big stuff you know just pray and be like god i'm here you know I'm here for you. Let's not not here for myself, you know, all that. And then like, I don't know, sing. Well, that's that's really good. Um, you're making me feel bad that I am not doing those things. <laughs> it was great. I don't know what to tell you, dude. It was great. Just make some time. Okay. Well, um, I will try to do that this week then. You better. <laughs> uh so a part of that was um I actually we actually have a, a guy around here who does a lot of teaching with us for our church and all that and he sent us this text a little bit ago uh that Psalm 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 5 <laughs> excuse <laughs> me Psalm 5 says seek him in the morning and it also reminds us that God answers the prayers of those who please him so you know it's in in Psalm 5 that we should be doing that and i don't think god tells us to do anything that's bad for us i think, no. I think he wants to have that relationship hey, jump with off us the cliff. It's and good if we for actually you. actually actually take the time he he'll reward us for it. Okay. You got some music? We got some this is our new music segment. Why do we do the segment? People ask. Actually no one has asked that. No one's asked. No one's asked. Well anyway, we're telling you anyway. <laughs> we got a music segment because we think music's good. Well, because like I've always listened to podcasts and I've always been like, you know what they should have? They should have a, a segment where they just recommend new music to listen to, because I'm always on the lookout for new music. Why don't they suggest me some, you know? Right. So Even though anytime are, anyone posts, here's the, the music I'm listening to on Instagram, I certainly don't click that. You don't? No. Nah. Yeah, I do, do usually. Oh, okay. Well, Gavin does. I'm always on the lookout for new music. Anyways, so keep posting so those stories. here we are trying to give new music. Eli, what have you been listening to this week that well, has been like, oh, 
I should tell the listeners about so this. So I was listening to my usual Christian music playlist, and I was like, wait, I haven't heard from this band in a while. Do they have anything? Turns out they put something out last year, and I just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> so 10th Avenue North put out this album. Uh, it's called, like, No Shame. I think I've heard of that. Have you seen that? It's, like, blue with, like, yes, clouds and yes, stuff. Yes, I listened to that po- uh, not podcast, music, album. The yes, album. Yes, I listened to that. And I, I thought... Because in the beginning, they have a tr- uh, Mike Donahue has a track. He's talking about what it means to have no shame. Right. And he's like clarifying. And I thought that was important. And then he has the track No Shame, which is the song. And I don't know. It was really good. You should give it a listen. Uh, at least the first two tracks on that album. But it talks about the difference between useful shame and toxic shame. And I felt that myself with like a lot of depression and stuff. Because I would always put myself down like, oh, everything you're doing is trash. Don't even try. You know? I've felt those things, right. and I've put myself down with, with all that kind of shame, but there's a kind that's useful, and um, God wants to free us from our self-deprecation and sin and stuff, Right. I think. And he wants us to be in more of a, uh, a humble place, Yeah. not that. He wants us in a humble place, but he doesn't want us, you know, forcibly throwing ourselves in the dirt all the time. <laughs> Yeah, no. You know, but there is a point where having that shame is useful to push us towards the right actions, to be ashamed of our previous actions. Yeah, absolutely. To do the right thing. So I thought that was a good thing to like remember, think about. No shame. No shame. 10th Avenue North. No, 10th Avenue North. What about you? Um, I have been listening to uh, the band called Lawrence, which some of the songs I don't know that I'd say are fantastic, but there is a particular song. That has been in my head for a while, and the song's title is It's Not All About You. Oh. And I was like, you know what? It's not. It's not. <laughs> I'm like, it's just a good reminder that it's just not all about us. And I'm like, you know what? If I have my eyes on other people, I'm just going to be better off overall, you know? Because if I'm just, uh, it's all about me and always thinking how to better myself, um, then it's just... I feel like that's just a toxic situation, you know? It's just all about you. and It's kind of a waste of your time. It is a waste of your time. Um, and actually, I had something to go with this real quick. Um, I was talking uh, to my sister about this recently, and I was just thinking about it, and I was like, wow, this was actually a good thing I actually said <laughs> when I was talking What'd to her. What did you say? And I was like, um, you know, like you can talk about, oh, I need to love myself, and I, mm. I got to love. Yeah. There's so much in today's society that's like, hey, just... You need to take care of yourself. Like self-care is such a big deal, and I think, I think there is a place and time and place right. for that. You know, I'm not right. just like just like self-deprecating yourself this much. Right, exactly. is bad. You know, exactly. But I'm just like, you know what? If we focus on other people more, mm-hmm. we may actually solve the issue with ourselves. Right. You know, because uh, if we're focused on other people, we're not focused on ourselves, and then we're not even, we don't even have time to self-deprecate anymore. You know. Yeah. So, um, anyways, I'm just like, you know what? I just need to focus on other people more right. than myself and think about them. Am I praying for other people? Like right. you said in the right. last podcast, am I taking care of other people? Am I, am I sending them texts? Am I making food for them? Am I, am I being kind for them? You know, making food. I don't know. That, oh, I, I don't know why that always comes up in my actually. head, yeah, it but is. it like, it's like a sacrifice in my opinion. I don't know why. Maybe because yeah, I is. like food and if people make me food, I feel loved, but yeah. Anyways, I'm just like, you know what? I need to focus more on other people. And it was a good reminder. It's a fun song. It's catchy. It's not all about you. I'll give it a listen. So 
I don't know about you, Lawrence. We'll link both these songs in the description below. So we will. Just wanna you mean Gavin will? Yeah, I'm Gavin the editor. <laughs> <laughs> so that Make is our, him do all the dirty that work. Is <laughs> that is our new music. Go give it a listen if you care about us at all. Um, yeah, <laughs> guilt tripping our, them into listening. <laughs> that's our new music. We have a new segment we are adding to the show. Oh no! It may or may not be good, depending. On it's this, probably not how good. this first one goes. It probably won't continue through the show, but we're gonna give it a shot. Eli has no clue what this. No, is. I don't. He I, just said, "Ooh, I have a new segment." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, this is bad news." Yep. What's I, uh, happening? I just came up with it today too. So like, oh, bam. so it's fresh. It's super fresh. So the segment is we are going to get a random Bible verse oh. and then analyze it. Anal- so, so do I got to pull up one nope, myself? No, I already have it right oh, here. okay. So I'm going to turn off this music so we can actually focus. Like a Bible study type thing? I can't but focus with this music. No, I can never focus with this so music. Here, not a Bible study. Just like, hey, let's take a quick verse. Let's analyze it. It'll just be interesting. Let's okay, see what so happens. Okay, so maybe this isn't so bad. You just Let's turned on that crazy music. So, <laughs> so here we go. We are generating a Bible verse. Okay. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. 1 Timothy 6.12. Well, I need to hear that one more often. Um, I have no clue how we're going to do this. Well, it's Fight like, the good fight yeah, keep of on, faith. Keep on keeping on of faith. Well, That's good in and of itself. Hey, yeah. we need to hear that. I need that. It was a good song. But then, it, that, but actually. then it's got the thing about uh, making your what is it confession before? Yeah, it says take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. I mean, I had like an entire. You were there during like my baptism thing, right? So you know, like I I said stuff, and like I confessed too. I can't really remember. <laughs> oh, like I said, you know, I can, I like Jesus, you know, I believe in Jesus Christ. And, you know, I said that stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I was there. I said stuff in front of people. I can hearken back to that time in my mind. And I'm be guessing like, that's what they're meaning by good confession. Well, I hope so. <laughs> hope it was a good one. No, I'm saying I'm, I'm guessing that's what they mean when you yeah, are well, I mean, committing your that's life. That's what I'm that's saying. Confession. That's what I'm thinking in my brain. In the presence of many witnesses. That's what I was thinking, too. Like, mm-hmm. I can't remember what I said. Before I got baptized, it was something along the lines of "I believe" and "Yeah, right. thank you guys." And yeah, I was like committing myself to this church. Yeah, so um, to the church. But it says, "Take hold of the eternal life." That's the command mm-hmm. here, of which you were called. We were called to it once we made that good confession. Yeah, and that commitment. Yeah, that's good. So that makes me think about um, sometimes I'm. You know, caught up in myself, like in that shame thing I was talking about a minute ago. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm not good enough. This stuff isn't really mine. You know, I didn't earn. I'm not worthy of, of you know, God's eternal life for me and right. all that. You know, and I kind of like disown it for like myself. Like I'm not forcing it on that I'm disowning it. Right. I'm just like, oh, you know, I don't deserve this. Yeah. And then I kind of put it off. So taking that on and being like, hey, this is mine, you know. You know, I, I made this choice, you know, I'm in it. And I think there's power in that. You know, yeah. when you take hold of eternal life, yo, I am committed to Jesus Christ. He right. loves me and I'm going to live forever, you know? Yeah. And that actually puts things in perspective too. Like mm-hmm. this is just a small passing thing. Right. You know, we're just, we're just, this is just a blip yeah. in 
people are most important thing. And I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that we can break that down even further unless I mean, you have anything else. I mean, that that was good for me. I need to hear so, that. Yeah, so fight What'd the good do? fight of faith. Did you type in random Bible verse It's a random generator? Bible verse. Yeah, exactly. That was good. And this is dailyverses.net slash random Bible verse. What was that? First Timothy what? First Timothy 6.12. We'll link it in the description for all you guys cool. who are like, we cool. like that. We want it. I liked that. So, yeah. All those guys are, are me. Yeah. <laughs> That's all me. So, yeah, maybe we'll keep the segment. Who knows? So I was thinking today about being cautious of your actions and we should always like take our thoughts captive and all that. But I was thinking about being extra cautious about what I do and not so much um, relying on my own on my own uh, judgment for it, which there's that verse in Proverbs, you know, um, about leaning on leaning on God. And not your own don't will. Don't lean on your own judgment. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember exactly the wording for it right Me now. Neither. But um, I was thinking about it because you may be of goodwill with them, but you could actually be going completely opposite of what God wants for that situation. And I think it's good to always stop and detach for a minute and, and think about it. Because, you know, and I started singing and like right, this was like right after I had that big thing where I was like singing in the car and all this okay yeah yeah, yeah. and so I was like oh yeah so I'm feeling really song sing songy <laughs> and so I I, uh, I was at work and I'm pouring my coffee and I just had a had a tune in my head and I was like thinking and the lyrics that came out were many times my anxious heart sabotage your uh, something like God God's plan for something right like me just being too hasty to do something or like not listening Right. It's always me not listening that would mess that up. Mm-hmm. And if I always listen to God always speaking, then, you know, that's not an issue. But I don't know. I just think for me especially, I need to start doing that because there's many times that I'm not paying attention. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and I, I get that, in the way. <laughs> found that proverb you were saying, uh, uh-huh. proverb, three, proverb 3, verse 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Yeah, in all thy ways acknowledge him. Right. Yeah. Lean not unto thine own understanding. Yeah. I don't know why it's in that weird uh, version, but yeah. I know the, the beginning part, the trust part, that's especially important for, you know, when you're scared and frightened of something, you know, to trust in God because, you know, his ways are above your ways. But that next part is like, you know. Lean not on your own understanding. Yeah, but the, the part right after that about acknowledging. Acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Yeah, and he'll direct your path. And so I think that's what I was thinking about the other day. It's just acknowledging and I'll be directed. That's good. So I was thinking about stories today because I do that a lot. I'm like thinking about novels to write. I'm like listening to other books and all this. I'm like constantly intaking You're this somewhat of a writer. story information. Yeah, I'm trying. 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 Um, but I was thinking today about this common trope to do with things. And this might be straying into like the movie conversation or whatever. <laughs> I'm not trying to go that far. Right. Um, I just noticed something and I realized it might be direct correlation with like Christianity and I realized that I have this very strong disconnect with heroes 
in stories when they kill or when they take out their revenge on the villain in the story. Absolutely. Because I feel like a, a few things. Uh, one is that the hero really isn't any better than that villain if he's doing that. Right. Once he does that, that's right. like cross the line. And like yeah. there's a there's a way to righteously fight for something and not um, totally uproot what you're doing, uh, invalidate it, you know, by killing someone. And I think ultimately for the uh, for the Christian standpoint, I think judgment is God's and not ours. Right. Well, I mean, he calls us not to kill, right. <laughs> you know. And uh, I was recently actually talking to a friend about this, and he was like, oh, yeah? you know, you can you can take like every other you can take an idea you can take a religion and stuff and then take it to a whole extreme mm -hmm. and then kill for that mm -hmm. but christianity is like one of the only religions i'm pretty sure it's like the only one that like where it says like the biggest commandment is don't kill them <laughs> you right, know? right it's like hey don't yeah and so you can't take it to that extreme mm -hmm. and that's what like it's like hey treat others over yourself it's the complete opposite of like everything you yeah. would ever think of and so i think i think that's why i i mean this is just a theory i think that's why spider-man and like batman are such big uh big things because they like don't kill people on Absolutely. purpose yeah and batman actively avoids it like yeah in every story and I don't think, uh, does he ever actually kill anybody on purpose uh, in some of the comics and uh, all that. I don't want to be a uh, nerd right now, so. so I'm not going <laughs> to go into that. Um, no. Yeah. So with that said, I, I don't, it's not really a big concern of mine to resolve a violence argument or anything, but I, I want to call attention to it, you know, and say, you know, here's what, what I think about it. I'm not, it's not like I'm a final say or anything like that. I'm not some, some big guy who knows everything over here, but right. you know, I was noticing that trope and wondering if it's not wondering if it is very very founded for a good reason i think it's it is not coincidental yeah it's not coincidental we're back with the classic segment classic that seems to be re reoccurring story time story time story time with uncle gave oh hey gave um once again once, <laughs> once again this is about my job mm. lately my job has included scooping Fossilized raccoon poop. Fossilized from a rack. Uh, it's been that long. An attic, yes. Like I'm finding newspapers up in this attic from the 1800s. From the early 1800s. You're kidding me. And there's me. ancient piles of fossilized, there's like piles. Newspapers from the 1800s in this house. Yes, it's an ancient Victorian style. I house. was guessing. No, oh I'm my. not. I'm not kidding. Holy cow! So yeah, okay. ancient fossilized. Enormous mounds of raccoon oh, poop. Ancient is much older than that. that but, I, but yes, <laughs> that I am scooping up over a hundred, having to lower out of this attic. So, anyways, I was doing that for about a week straight with a respirator on, crawling on my belly, scooping up raccoon poop. It was the most disgusting thing ever, but uh, I did it. But what's the moral to this story? The moral, <laughs> moral is now I am weeding the garden outside of the same house, and I am. Enjoying it, even though I'm surrounded by poison ivy and poison sumac, mm. I am practically pirouetting around this poison ivy, and the sun using it as a layer. The sun is shining. The on my butterflies face. float past. Even though I'm like breaking my back as I'm pulling this, and literally I feel like I've broken one of my tendons in my forearm pulling these weeds that seem to be concreted into the ground. What it made me realize is I'm like, without having 
scoop the fossilized raccoon poop, I wouldn't have the appreciation I have for mm. doing this weeding, you know? Now I'm just, like, so happy out here weeding. <laughs> it's amazing. I am literally, like, happy as heck out here weeding. Can't wait to go weed this garden. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I feel like the moral of the story for me was just, like, you know what? It takes that bad stuff. It, You know, when you're in the moment of the bad stuff, it feels terrible. It feels like you're in hell. Hmm. But when you come out of it, you have a new appreciation for everything. Right. So I was I even thinking about about that same that same thing today. Like I was reading some book and it was it was like uh, it was like abstract thoughts. Like okay, if you were like supreme leader over this thing, you should cause bad things to happen so that your people appreciate good things. And I was like, that's weird. Okay, but then I was like, what? I mean, that's true. What we need. <laughs> And that was such a weird thought. I mean, that's weird. That that command is weird. That's but, completely weird. Um, <laughs> Ignore me. But that does. Like, you have to have that contrast. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you can't appreciate it. So, anyways, this story time is... <laughs> I w- appreciate my job even more than ever now. And I, I appreciate really pulling weeds. Pulling poison ivy. Getting poison ivy. Yeah. So... I don't know what to say besides that, except... Um, You're grateful. You're happy. I'm grateful. You're I'm happy. Time. So you guys should be too, I guess. Are the public restrooms open for you to go pee? No, out? they're not. Oh, we now have portalette at the job, and I oh. am also very happy. I pirouette to the portalette every day. <laughs> I'm just like, yes, I don't have to go in the woods. They heard the <laughs> podcast, and they answered. <laughs> they brought you blessings. So, yeah, I am super stoked about that. I got some news about space. It's not really news. It's not really news. Um, but I, I talked earlier about Voyager 1 and 2. And Which are like satellite thingies that oh, were sent out into space. Hold, hold, hold on, buddy. They're okay. not satellites. <laughs> They're probes. Okay. <clears throat> so, oh, boy. He cleared his throat. I, I want to talk about this for a minute because this, even looking at this stuff again blows my mind. And I've been into, into astronomy since I was like 12. And I read up on all this stuff, and it blew me away. But um, Voyager 1 and 2 were these probes that we sent out to take pictures of the outer planets. And since then, they've flown out past our solar system so far. I can tell you how far. Uh, I don't even know that I can say this number. Um, let me see. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, hundreds place, just... thousands place, uh, millions place, billions place. Okay. 13 billion, 855 million. 127,318 miles from the sun. So just for scale, how many light years is that? You said that that's, that's like half a, half light, a year? light year. So, so it takes from where they're at, like, what is it? Half of 365? Yeah. So, so 180 um, days the, for the light from that to reach uh, Earth. That's crazy. It takes 20 hours. For them to communicate with the probe? Yeah. That's Voyager 1, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, Okay, it keeps switching my stuff on this page. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, it's very far. But I want to talk about it for a minute because th- this thing blows my mind every time I look at these these notes for it. The alignment of the planets that allowed them to to shoot both of these probes out there was a once-in-a-lifetime, like an actual once-in-a-lifetime. Like once-in-a-lifetime? Like once-in-a-hundred years? Like something? once every 176 years. Whoa. Yeah. And they found that in the 1970s and we're like, okay, we're going to prepare this so that we can send something. And they did it. They sent 
the Voyager space probes out there. They got these amazing pictures of of uh, Jupiter and, and Saturn. They were the ones that took the picture, pale dude, pale uh, blue dot. The pale blue right? dot that I talked about before. Yeah, such a famous um, picture. And uh, they almost didn't get that picture, by the way. That's an interesting story. But on the probes, they have these golden records, which have like diagrams of how to see where the Earth is and the solar system, how to find the solar system in our galaxy. <laughs> How, scary. how to make um how to make a record player to be able to read the record right and we've got sounds of the ocean on there we've got people saying hello in a bunch of different languages we've got bach and uh music from new guinea mozart on here we have pan pipes from the pacific we've got birds hyenas elephants chimpanzees wild dogs fire um a dog, uh, horse and cart sounds, train sounds, hmm. F-111s uh, flying by, and the Saturn V rocket liftoff sounds. We've got uh, pictures, audio, all this stuff on these discs that are on these two spacecraft. Hmm. That's it's, amazing. It's really wild, and they're half a light year out, which, like me just saying, oh, half a light year, nobody knows how far that is. But like the closest star system isn't even... A light year away hmm. it's like very very far like two two or three maybe four light years away wow to okay. alpha centauri wow and you know takes that if you're traveling at the speed of light it'll take you like four years to get there that's insane which no nothing can go the speed of light obviously except light so <laughs> it's it's very far very far out there and it just broke free of like the comet uh Comet belt around the sol around the solar system. Wow. And okay. I could talk about it for a while, <laughs> as you can tell. But yeah, that's that's just insane. I know. I'm so just, this is old space news, but old space new news. to me. But if you weren't aware, we have these probes, cool. and they're still working. We're still getting signal back from them, even though it takes twenty hours. And to you know, if you wanna if you wanna see the pictures and stuff that are on even on it, we've got old pictures from the seventies that still look amazing. By the way. Link that in the description. NASA. If you guys care about Voyager.jpl.nasa.gov, buddy. <laughs> and I don't know. Just if you have the time, look up stuff about this because it blows me away every time. Yeah. Even all these pictures of all of these planets and things that God made out there, dude, I don't know. It blows me away. Thank you guys for listening to the Staying Christian Podcast. I am Gavin Hobbs. I'm Eli Chamley. We really, really, really appreciate it. We honestly do. Like, thank you for listening to it. Yeah, we are honored that anyone listens to us or gives a care what we even have to gives say. <laughs> no, yeah, we, we're grateful. Honestly grateful. Did I mention that these these spacecraft have been out there for 42 years? No, you did not, but that is insane. 42 years. He's talking about the Voyager spacecraft back from space 42 news years. so yeah uh voyager spacecraft has been out for 42 years also i was looking at our analytics recently and we have someone from romania listening hello and uh, we are straight up honored we cannot believe thank you it we are i don't even know how to express it romania is wicked um we're just waiting on someone from norway to listen to the podcast as well so 
Call That's an inside Nor joke. Norwegian, Norwegian, Norwegians, Norwegian friends, and tell them to listen to the podcast. We also got five stars from two different reviews on Apple Podcasts, and you know, we're verified now. We're so right. if anyone bumps into so, me on the plane, I'm gonna be like, "Hi, hello." Of course, uh, oh, yeah. well, of course you know yeah. who I am. <laughs> See, my podcast yeah. was verified uh, on yeah. Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Yes. Two five star. That's two five star all. reviews. No biggie. Anyways, we, it probably won't remain that way for long. But. No, they'll probably <laughs> make it one star. Well, I heard what you said, and how how just proud you were. I don't want to take your ego down a notch, so I dropped it down to one star. <laughs> anyway. So yeah. Anyways, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Um, I yeah. We'll see you guys next time. We'll see you guys next time. Stay real. Stay Christian and stay home. See you guys. Bye. If we put it in. If I put it in. You're at the mercy of me. You'll put it in at the end. You're at the mercy of me. You'll say, yep, Eli plays Dungeons and Dragons. You heard it here first, folks. He's from the devil. He's from the devil. D&D really stands for devil and demons. You heard it here first, folks. Dungeons and Dragons. They're just like, hey, let's go play D&D. Really, they're just talking to devil and demons. <laughs> they just have a summoning circle. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs>